Hello, good people, and welcome to the Amateur Hour. My name's Justin. My name's Tyler. And I'm the one called Junior. And welcome back to episode two. The one previously that you heard was episode 1.5, half of an episode. We're getting ready, we're getting things set. Uh, it was more of like a get to know us. Audio test, introduction, new guy on the team. His name's Junior, as he just said. But now we're ready for an actual episode two. And before we get into the episode, I want to shout out a special thank you to our sponsors, Oxford Gamers Den and Lofty Cat Studios. So, you know, let's, uh, the basis of this podcast is kind of centered around, like, video games. You know, we like comics, uh, computers, but we also really like movies, too. And uh, Marvel definitely had some heavy hitters this year. But let's talk about the other ones that we're pretty excited about this year. You know, like past ones, ones that are coming out. It it chapter two just came out, and I'm pretty excited to see that. I know, dude. We got to see that. Yeah. I mean, we seen the first it all together. It was like me, you, my brother, and it was such a good movie. And honestly, it wasn't scary. It's just interesting. Oh yeah, it's it's a thriller. Yeah, I don't know why people like the. I've heard a few people crapping on it because oh, it's not that it wasn't scary enough. I even heard the second one wasn't scary enough. Oh. Don't spoil that for me. Don't say more. Oh, well. <laughs> well, but it's not supposed to be scary. It's more or less an interesting story yeah. to me rather than it being a scary film. I don't know. Like a horror film. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Thriller. Suspense. Exactly. I don't know why films have to be, I guess, horror. Like horror films have to have jump scares every 10 seconds because then that gets old. Like Conjuring 2, have you heard of that coming, or 3? The original Conjuring was good. Was really good, I yeah. really liked that. I haven't seen the second one, I but I heard they were like, it, it. people said they tried too hard to make it scary, so yeah. it was predictable. Yeah, that's how most of them, I feel like, are. It's all jump scares at that point. Jump scares, and then mm-hmm. you got like the broken violin, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, I got so bored of horror movies after I, a while. I think The Conjuring might have been the last scary movie that I seen that actually had me on my toes. Well, and this was kind of going back to what I was, the conversation I was trying to start. Um, Midsommar came out this year, and I really wanted to see that. Uh, the director has a different take on horror. He's um, he's the one that made Hereditary also. And one of my family members was like, you know, I really like scary movies, and Hereditary was like one that really freaked me out. That's like one of my favorites now. Okay. And so, you know, it's got some validity, some validity to that director being pretty good. People are saying, you know, like... Well, what's this next film about? uh, Midsommar is like, um, I think they go to like, a couple breaks up, but they still end up going to like Sweden together or something, and just like... Okay, so this is the part that really, when I read the reviews on it, it's all daylight. There's no, like, hiding in the darkness. Everything's plain sight. Yeah. Mm, So you're not going to expect anything, then. Yeah. It's a whole different vibe when you're watching it. Yeah, so this festival um, celebrates, like, I think it's, like, a whole bunch of days, a series of days where there's, like, no night to it. Mm -hmm. So it's all daylight. So, like, middle of the night is day still. Oh, jeez. We're going to have to watch that one. That one sounds, you know, it's going to be really good. It's different. That's what I like. That's what I like, too. I like uh, Jordan Peele's take on horror movies. Yeah. I like, still have yet to see us, but... I seen that one, actually, two days ago. Oh, okay. And that was, it was, 
I wouldn't say it was scary. Wasn't as good as uh, Get Out? Get Out was still better. Yeah. But Us was pretty good. It okay. was it was a twist that I was I guess kind of expecting but not expecting at the same time. I <coughs> we're gonna have to cut that out. <coughs> Leave it in. <laughs> it's the weather guys, I swear I don't. <laughs> but us was it was a good, it was a great film. I, I still liked it. Jordan Peele, he's such a unique um yeah, I don't know if you heard this, he's doing Candyman. I he, think I I think I did hear that. Candyman was a weird horror movie. I've only seen a little bit of it, but I know it's an iconic character. Yeah. And I'm excited what his take is going to be on it. And I know he's doing the new Twilight series as well. Of the old, like, Twilight Zone. Oh, the Twilight Zone, yeah. Yeah, now he's the new host, and he's writing the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then now he's writing the, the episode, so... I'm I'm really excited what he's gonna do because he's a very dark individual yet he's a comedian which is kind of crazy. I mean that kind of goes hand to hand sometimes. I feel like I don't know. We we tell some jokes to each other that are pretty damn terrible. If you were to tell like someone's mom, but then we're gonna laugh at it. So <laughs> yeah, I I think to an extent it's because comedians have to laugh at the horrible things, and it's because they laugh at the horrible things that make some comedians because they can make it so absurd and so crazy. But then secretly, they're just such, such dark individuals. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of another Marvel film that's going to come out in a while, but I'm not quite sure. Well, I was, I was saying let's take a step from step away from Marvel because there, there was other pretty good movies that came out this year. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we won't have any Spider-Man movies, but that's besides the point. Oh, we will, but it'll be Sony, and that's going to be garbage, but whatever. Well, it might be garbage, but, you know, Disney was over, overstepping on that one. Come on. like There was some immaturity on both sides. Yeah. They should have took the, what was it, like 70-30 offered at one point? It, they should have took it. Because like they're going to make so much more profit on everything else. It's like, Oh, the profit's right. going to be ridiculous. Yeah, so it's like, why do you need the 50-50 at that point? I agree, because they have all that money. They yeah. don't, They don't need more money. But at the same token, they were so good at keeping their universe so connected, as well as understanding each character. I feel like Sony, in the beginning, they understood when it was Sam Raimi directing the films. But then when it got to Andrew Garfield, it just made no sense. No sense to me. I don't know. It was okay. Like, the second one, the first one was great. And then they introduced the second one, I was like, yeah, this this is horrible. <laughs> like, just... I'm going to be honest, I watch the movies and I usually enjoy them. When you guys start talking about names and everything, that's the part I usually don't pay attention well, the, to. Well, <laughs> the first Spider-Man, which was uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And the very first films that came out. And then the second one was Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. the much, uh, I guess he was too cool to play Spider-Man, to be honest. Yeah, I guess I could see that. He was a little cool. I was just like, eh. I was like, yeah, I come and be like that guy. And then they're supposed to do the... A TV show, live action TV shows for now the Spider-Man characters. Sony is, so I'm like, I, that's kind of crazy. I don't yeah. know. I'm excited for that. Or you guys, Dis- you guys excited for Disney Plus? Yeah, I was about to say that. Disney Plus seems really cool because I believe they throw in Hulu and ESPN. Yeah, I'm like, that's so worth the money, and Definitely. it's only what like twelve bucks a month. I think so. That is one hundred percent worth it because the originals are gonna be bonkers because 
I'm assuming they have a larger budget than what they would have had, let's say, if they did a film uh, or if any other like Netflix TV show would have done a, a show. Because Netflix has a specific budget. But this is Disney Plus. So this is Disney funding all these, you know, originals. So it's going to be like a f- many films in, in those TV shows, which is going to be great. I don't know any specific show you guys are looking forward to that Disney's originally creating. Hmm. Not really. There's a lot of them, but I, yeah. I can't pull up a name off the top of my head. Is I mean, Black Widow getting a series? No, she's getting her own individual Yeah, she's film. getting a little movie that's kind of like yeah. a prequel, right? Yeah. Everything that happened in Budapest that they're always talking about. Yeah. They have The Mandalorian coming out. Yeah. I don't know if you know guys. Is know that this year? That or is it next year? That's as soon as Disney Plus launches. Oh, it's going to be like an exclusive? Yeah, they, they already got a they second season. They have a few season. different exclusives ready for it, don't they? Oh, yeah. So there's... I believe uh, WandaVision, which is... Uh, ah, that's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. WandaVision's going to be really cool because it's going to explore uh, Scarlet Witch's powers a bit more and her being a witch. And it actually is going to connect with Doctor Strange, too. That'll be a good one. I like Doctor Strange. Yeah. I still haven't seen the first one. No, it's no. good. Bro. I and I haven't seen the second Ant- Ant-Man either. Talking about films that people haven't seen, Tyler has not seen Star Wars. I have seen bits of Star Wars, but bits I've never Star finished a Star count. Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll throw I'll throw myself off the boat on this one. I haven't seen any of the Lord of the Rings, none of the Hobbits. What? Nothing. Oh my gosh, what type of friends do I have? <laughs> I haven't have? watched them all, but I've seen, a, I don't know how many they are, but I think I've seen one or two, and I finished them, so. I've seen all of them, including the Hobbit that were released. Justin over here. A movie's going to release in theaters, and he'll see it three times before he gets it on DVD. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so if there's anyone that knows about a movie or anything, it's going to be Justin. When, like, Star Wars uh, Rogue One came out. I think I saw it with you twice. Yeah, I seen it with you once, and then I, we seen it again, and then I took my cousin to see it, and then I seen it with another friend of mine. I seen that one, like, four times. That's been know, the best one so far of the new. I, I agree. I yeah. agree. It was, like, Force Awakens and Rogue One, and then... Well, we all know what happened to The Last Jedi. It was all right. Well, Tyler doesn't know because he didn't see it. Nope. I don't know either because I haven't you know, seen that I'm, one either. You know, I'm disappointed oh. in myself for that because uh, growing up, there's always been the Lego sets, the toys, mm. books. I, Star Wars has a ridiculous amount of yeah, stuff compared to a lot culture. of other stuff. And I had a couple of the Lego sets. I'm looking at the toys. I'm like, this shit's really cool. But then I'm sitting here like... I can't buy none of this stuff. I don't know enough about Star Wars. So I'm like, I'll build the Lego set because it looks awesome, but I don't know what's going on in the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, I wish I knew more about Star Wars because they have some of the coolest stuff along with their films and everything too. It shocked me so much to my core when you told me that you did not see Star Wars. I was like, what? Because now it's such a big part of pop culture as well as Lord of the Rings. Because, you know, everyone's seen that by this point. And either they have a take that they don't like it or they do like it. It doesn't matter. They've seen it. And it's because they've seen it that, I don't, I, I don't know, it's like you're, you're uncultured now, Tyler, because the, you did not see. The worst part about it is the three of us, we are some pretty nerdy people. And that is Star true. Wars is a uh, 
It's a big nerd moment, if you ask me. And for me not to know about it or never seen all the movies, it's like it feels like I have a void that he has to be filled. What I love is the fact that being a nerd has kind of come full, like, around, come full circle, as you will. And instead of it always being, like, a bad thing, like, before I think people didn't like superheroes, like, oh, that's stupid, or whatever, when it was just comics, or the films were barely coming out. But now it's so popular to be the individual that, I like Star Wars, I like Star Trek, I like you know, Marvel, I like, and all these different films and all these different things that were deemed nerdy are now cool. Yeah, and and part of that is because the movies came out, I think. Because before, I mean, Justin has a collection of comic books and everything and a whole bunch of other stuff. But when the movies started coming out, everyone around us was like, did you see the new movie? Did you see the Marvel movie, the DC movie, the whatever movie? Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we have all the movies for everyone coming out, and all of a sudden everyone around us is like, oh, dude, Marvel or DC or all these nerd stuff. It's all super awesome. And they never read the comics or any of that stuff. It was like, you barely know anything, but it exploded like that. And now everyone's like, oh, let's get the little figurines, the toys, the a few comics here, even though we're not going to read them, but I like Marvel, so I'll buy comics now. But then they have all the movie collections. Yeah, it's it's really cool that it's so popular now. Like, the toys sell like crazy. The comic books now, the comic book shops are a little bit more busy than what they used to be. Which is good, because, you know, there's a lot of them closing down. Yeah, I felt like there was a dropping point for some What's the one they put up in Highland? Oh, um, I always go to Tenth Planet. Planet. Yeah, that's Cherryville. Tenth oh, Planet's good. I love that one. Though. Yeah, it's it's more of a bookstore, the but one they have Brown a comic Point. section and they have all. Oh, the, you're the, thinking um, Second and Charlie. Second or something? and Charles. That's it. Oh. Right there. That one's a good place to go. Second and Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to it, but yeah, I like no, that Second store. Charles they, is cool. If you're a pop figure collector, yeah, they have a bunch of those. Um, they it's have a huge like a comic book section. Um. You can get brand new ones, and they actually have some, like, older OG comics that you can buy. Yeah. And then if you want to do, like, the full books where you, I don't know, you have, like, them inch-thick books that have, like, an entire comic story in them, they got that kind of stuff, too, and all that's really cool. Yeah, I, I really like that story. And for viewers, if you're out of state, we're describing places in northwest Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> so I know not everyone would know... But predominantly, we're we're from Indiana, so not going to tell you where. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't noticed, we did record in Chicago for the first one, and we actually do have our own studio in Indiana now. Yeah, again, we are legit. Yeah, so now we're we're in Indiana, so maybe we might change that. But um, yeah, shout out to our Indiana folk. Yeah. Like Lofty Cat Studios. Lofty Cat Studios is in Crown Point, Indiana. So if you guys ever local bands, hit them up. Um, you want to record a song f- solo band, you know, or, uh, that's not considered a band, but solo artists. Go and hit up Lofty Cat Studios. He's got great prices as well as studio time. Usually an hour, at least I was told, it might be $40. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, that's not too bad. 
Yeah, he'll record your music. He'll put it on CDs. That might cost a little bit extra, but he mean well, support our local. He has all the equipment and everything. Forty dollars. That's not bad at all. We almost recorded there because at the time when our stuff didn't come in, we were going to try and meet a deadline. But unfortunately, or or fortunately, our stuff came in on time. Where everything worked out, and we didn't have to use him. But he's a great guy. So shout out to Lofty Cat Studios. I forgot what the topic was. Before oh. <laughs> Has anyone been around the uh, Crown Point Square? Uh, yeah, the I one, mean, the comic book store. They have one comic book store store there, and they and have a donut shop. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I was talking about because I'm a fatty. I love the donut. Their donuts are huge <laughs> and expensive, but they're so I don't delicious. Think we got a do- oh no, we did get yeah, donuts did that. last time. It was they, on Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, me and, me I feel like wife. I remember them being a little bit pricey, but they are like wild. All kind of um, flavored donuts. I think they had like a bacon maple one or something. We were hitting up all the comic book shops during free comic book. Oh, day. yeah. We were driving here, we were driving there. Isn't there a couple on the square? No, just one. There's just one? I think I think it is. Well, there was one down the street, um, Amazing Fantasy. Okay. That closed, though. Oh. Okay. Oh, see, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah, I, I've told you about it when we were going to make a trip, but we just never made it. Jeez. I always like the one on the square just because of the vibe you get when you walk in there. It used to be a bank, so they have like a big vault that they open the door, and that's where like their expensive stuff is. And you can go in there, and you like you feel like you can't touch it because yeah. it's like a I don't know. Let's say they only made five of them, and they just happen to have one there or something like that. Yeah, and the square for people who don't know is uh, it's pretty much like a little town hall, I guess you could say, or like city for well, Crown Point. Yeah, sitting in the middle is like the the courthouse. Yeah, and everybody goes there. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, there's uh, bars, restaurants. It's like a little bit more high-end restaurants around there. One, yeah. one day we'll have to go down there. They have a new barbecue restaurant. I want, oh, really? I've been wanting to check out. It's always packed. I like, Do you know the name? Um, I can't remember what it is. I like barbecue, but I like it. For instance, I like it without the barbecue, which is the point that makes it barbecue. I like how it's barbecue grilled. Barbecue sauce? Yeah, barbecue sauce okay. is not my favorite. I try it every time. Well, they have I'm other stuff. You can guy. have like you can have spicy stuff. I mean, have you ever been to Q Barbecue? That's a good. That's a good spot. I that's think you've one. taken me. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. can get the really hot or really spicy barbecue sauce. It's still barbecue sauce, but it's a completely different flavor. It's really good. It just has like this smoky sort of. Um, taste to it as well as like it's sweet i don't really like sweet foods i don't know i'm just picky guys no i, I kind of <laughs> you you are picky but <laughs> i kind of get, get it what because saying. uh sometimes when like stuff's super smoky uh 18th street for instance i went there um a couple of days ago friday and their wings are delicious but they have like a heavy smoke mm-hmm. flavor to them so after like the fourth one i'm kind of like oh you know this flavor is getting a little too intense. Yeah, for me. you start tasting like charcoal, and I mean, it makes you real man. But at the same token, I'm just like, mm, no, not my favorite. <laughs> but so those wings are delicious, you, despite the fact you can't eat a lot of them. That's the problem. Yeah. So yeah. like you get you have three or four, and you're like, oh man, this is so good. You get five or six, and this taste just keeps on getting stronger and stronger, and it gets overwhelming at a point. I recently went to um place called uh, square roots on the square and um they have like a american menu i guess you'd say yeah and they have 10 inch pizzas that you can order similar to uh (laughs) the personal pan 
pizza at Pizza Hut. You know, it's like a small, fluffy one. Mm -hmm. But it's got, like, quality toppings on it. I thought that pizza was pretty good. Kind of like tomato bar? I haven't been there in years. I never really liked tomato bar like that. No? You didn't have their calzone? I thought we had their calzone. No, we went to a... Rosati's. Rosati's, that's what it was. But tomato bars, calzones are really good. I have to shout them out. Tomato bar has the same thing. Like, you can order a personal... 10-inch pizza. Is it fluffy? Because that's what sold me on the pizza yeah. for roots. It was fluffy. Because Pizza Hut's I, is fluffy. I want to say you can order a different kind of crust, but I'm not 100% sure. But I do agree. The thick, fluffy crust is really good, especially when you get to the end and you can dip your crust into like a sauce or something. That's really good. Yeah, Northwest Indiana's pizza game is really stepping up. We got Giordano's, the Illuminati's Express just opened I, up. Yeah, I haven't even checked that out. Where but, is it at? Um, you remember where H Dog was? Uh, no. By TJ Maxx. Oh, TJ Maxx. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. but the one thing I don't like about it is when you go to Illuminati's, you get the pizza, you they serve it to you, you got the cheese flowing. Yeah. But by the time you get home, you know, it's a little cooled down. Oh. Yeah. You, see. Is it like a sit-in restaurant or is it no. just one? Oh. It's takeout. Ah. See, that's what that's what I was upset about too. Yeah. Luminati's is not a place to get takeout. Like, I mean, I guess it's if you take pizza yep. home the next day, but it's a diner. If you're like having Giordano. a pizza served in front of you and the cheese is stretching and it's all fresh, like you need to sit down and eat it. Well, yeah. I guess maybe you know for I mean? me it's a little worse just because it's like maybe a 20-minute drive just to right. get home. Right. I mean, you're... Well, you're almost as far as I am. Yeah. We're about in the same area. That's, depending on traffic, you can be driving for half hour or a little bit more sometimes. Actually, before Tyler got engaged, we went to Giordano's. Oh. You remember that day? That mm-hmm. day was great. Over here? Yeah. Okay. Out here in uh, Indiana. And then we went to Chicago later that day, but I'll keep that personal. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a great day. My point is, is that pizza was so good that you had to have it right before you got engaged. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was a special day. So I, I treated everyone there. We were, oh yeah, oh, it was wow. it was delicious. Yeah, Tyler, he was he was Mister Moneybags over Ooh. here. I'm broke now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What are you kidding me? We, we we got a ton of equipment here. We're 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 flowing with money. That's why, that's why he's broke. <laughs> are you guys excited for Rick and Morty season four? Rick oh, and I know nothing four. about it, but I used to watch that show with Justin. It's awesome. I'm I'm excited. Let's talk Rick about it because happened? I would like to get you back know, into it. Okay, they kind of lost me for a while though because uh, they weren't yeah. doing anything. Well, first of all, I think the was it the first two seasons. They had, um, like, separate skits, but they all tied in together at some point. You know what I mean? Something that happened this episode affected an episode that happened later. And then season three kind of came along, and it was just kind of, like, not as tied in. Yeah, it was was too... And that's what everyone else does. Like, I don't want... Like, Family Guy, for instance, not everything's tied in. Yeah, which is fine, because they stuck with that. Yeah, but Rick and Morty, it's like, no, it has to, I guess, adventure off... But at the same time, it has to connect with something. The yeah. pieces have to align because if not, you're just throwing a puzzle. Well, you, you want one big story that eventually falls together. You don't want to be like, well, yeah, this happened, but hold on, what's the aftermath of that? Yeah, it, I don't it's want, like, like some parts were unfinished. Exactly. I don't want like a SpongeBob or, <laughs> uh, SpongeBob. you know, or let's say The Simpsons. And it just becomes a bunch of absurdities, but now you don't have any sort of connection with the characters. And that's what made the lore of Rick and Morty so amazing, was the fact that 
he it was a cartoon that was starting to connect everything. One animation that I will shout out that I absolutely love is Final Space because it continues and connects every episode. That's from another last one season. I need to follow up on. You oh, showed yeah. me that and I haven't I haven't really I haven't seen a single episode. I really it's you. good. It is good. It's a very good episode. I followed the creator for some years and he actually believe it or not has uh, had a similar animation idea as me. And um, I was like, wow, like this guy, it's going to be cool because I was like, well, I thought of something particularly similar to it. And here, and actually seeing it finally be created was absolutely amazing. But going back to Rick and Morty, yeah, like that's what made the episode or the show so great. Yeah, we binge watched that, right? Yeah, we watched season one through season two when I had a projector. I remember what is now one our time you came over to the apartment, we probably binged watched till what, four in the morning? Yeah. It was it was amazing. We were laughing every bit of it. We were crying. Yeah. We were like, we were crying laughing at the episode because it was just so hilarious. But then season three came along. They had some well-known episodes, Pickle Rick, for instance, and um, but they just they didn't connect anything. And then I felt kind of bored. I was like, eh. yeah. I, I mean, like, it's like everything else. I guess they left an interesting cliffhanger there where we don't know if, um, what's the mother's name? Jane? Beth. Beth, Beth. yeah. Yeah. Beth. Well, we don't know if she's a, a robot or whatever. Yeah, they left off where the daughter of the show, which is Rick's uh, Rick's daughter, um, she ends up leaving, or we don't know. Like spoiler Rick alert. gave her, yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. By the way, Rick gives her a chance to leave her family and start exploring the galaxy because she felt she was trapped with her husband Jerry in the story and her family. And he he offered to make a clone of her and bring her with the family or, or have her explore. But we don't know what she chose. She it seemed like she chose to be, let's say a clo- a clone, I guess. Or how did it leave? Oh no, it left off actually. She chose to be a part of the family. So, so you think we so never see think. the actual decision she makes. Exactly. So it's really I'm really curious to see where that's gonna go. Yeah. But, but that, the final episode of season two, though, that one really, like, yeah. struck the nerves on that one. It was like, oh, man. They yeah. had Nine Inch Nails hurt playing, and I was just like, Phew. Exactly. It was. It felt so quality, too. And it yeah. felt so, like, well, what's going to happen? Is the season actually going to end? It was a genuine cliffhanger. Yeah. Where I felt anything could happen. And then the, the, the final episode of season three, it's like, wow, that you know, what's going to happen? But I wasn't as, like, yeah. I, need, I need this now. I wasn't on the edge of my seat. Right. Yeah. I was just and, like, you know yeah. what? I was kind of disappointed where they took um, season three right at the beginning episode where he just kind of breaks out. Yeah, he broke out kind of fast. But, yeah. I mean, that's Rick, though. That's it why is it Rick, didn't bother me too much. At yeah. least build, have, like, a build-up to it. And it was like it was released on April Fool's Day, <laughs> and everyone thought it was just a joke episode, but yeah. in actuality it was the first episode of the show. Now, that was cool, and they that, streamed that it for like the whole day. That seems like a Rick and Morty kind of thing to do. <laughs> I love the writers to that show. They're amazing. <laughs> uh, Justin Roiland, for instance, is the main writer on the show. And uh, I, he made a video game, a VR video game. It's called uh, Trover Saves the Universe. Okay. And it's absolutely... I've watched gameplay, but I haven't played it What's myself. It about? It's about, like, this uh, character named Trover... And he generally has to save the universe from, like, these... Uh, it's really weird. So, like, the these creatures in the, in the game, they have holes in their eyes. It's just empty eye sockets. Mm. 
but they put like these weird. Let me some eye holes. Yeah. Wait, what's this obsession much. with eyes? I don't know. <laughs> But they put like these strange creatures in the in their eyes, and they get powers, right? And there's this one creature in particular steals this the char- your character's dog, and puts it in his eyes, and he becomes extra, you know, exponentially powerful. Like he becomes, he, no one can stop him. So then this uh, creature actually shoves your dog in his eye hole, and he becomes super powerful. And now you're tasked with. Um, going on an adventure and saving the universe with now another creature named uh, Trover. And it's really weird, but it's absolutely hilarious because it's an interactive game. It has, it's almost like an RPG where you can go almost in any, not anywhere, but you can have a storyline and it could change to something completely different. And it's hilarious. It's Justin Roiland voicing almost every character. (laughs) And think of Rick and Morty, but yeah. now in a video game. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty interesting. Sounds pretty yeah. So you said that's VR. Yeah, it's VR and non-VR, actually. So you could get it on, like, Yeah, Xbox. so I could get it on Xbox and, okay. you know, we could, let's say if we played it, and uh, it could be with controller. So that I thought that was really cool. This might be, like, a weird question, but can I get it on, like, my Galaxy and then put, on, put it on my, like, VR thing? I don't think we can get on the Galaxy, unfortunately. Sorry, Junior. Well, Sorry. that's that's the only VR I have. It's just that headset that came up. I know. I know. I am trying to get a VR headset for my computer. They're so expensive. They are. They're like what eight hundred dollars. I don't. I don't pay to nine hundred. I'm not. I'm not too intrigued with VR. I'm not. When it. Well, I I don't know if we ever showed you, but I built a racing sim that oh, I have in my living cool. room that has a Logitech steering wheel shifter and pedals. Ooh. Yeah, I three pedals. Yes, it has the clutch. It has yeah. paddle shifters, too. It's really cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. You'll have to come check it out. Um, but if you were having a VR headset and you put yourself in a first-person view like you're inside a race car, oh, it would feel so legit. That's true. I still want VR to get better, though. I, I do want to be able to stand up and actually do like the motion part where you're standing up and you're reaching for stuff. I feel like that'd be cool to do every once in a while, but the price point, I just I can't afford to get into it. Have you guys ever seen um, Black Mirror? The yes. episode where they, he puts no. the, the little dots and it like puts them inside the game and they become the characters? Yep. That's what we need. That'd be cool. One, that would be sweet. Not as weird as that episode, but... Well... Almost as like Ready the Player concept. One. Yeah. The, Ready Player One was cool. Yeah, something like that. That would be... Now, that's VR I would get into, but if not, I don't really care for it that much. Yeah. Because you're still holding a controller, but now you got this weight on your Have head. Have you ever played Beam, Junior? Beam? Beamng.drive? No. No? You'll have to check that out. It's like a realistic physics driving game. You crash cars, and it's super realistic. Is, this, is that similar to uh, Wreckfest? Have you guys seen that for Xbox? I do have Wreckfest, too. Not sure. Um, but Beam is like more of a driving simulator. Well, Wreckfest is like where you actually race and do all that kind okay. of stuff. So, but similar. There's good physics and everything, but Beam is like... You feel like you're in real life when hmm. you crash the car. It's that good. You'll have to you'll have to come check out the steering wheel. And I'll oh, put beam on you. We'll try some wreckfest, do some racing. It's really fun. And I got the 55 inch screen. You park that thing right in front of the TV, and it looks like you're in the car. And before continuing the rest of the podcast, now enjoy a word from our sponsors. Tyler, do you like playing board games? I do like playing board games. Well, then I got the place for you. You do, you know. Yeah, and especially if you live in Oxford, Mississippi, to be exact. 
Oxford Gamers Den. Join the den. Join the den. They offer daily events ranging from Magic, Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, and Malfox. They give discounts to participating customers of any related event. They do tons of single card sales as well as booster packs for Magic and other TCGs. They also offer a variety of games, board games galore. They have an ever-expanding RPG selection such as D&D, Pathfinder, Vampire the Masquerade, and Star Wars. They also do war games such as Flames of War, 40K, and Malfox. And they also offer an abundance of accessories, paints for modeling, card sleeves, boxes, and binders, as well as playmates. I mean, what more can you ask for, Tyler? I don't know. It seems like they sure have a hell of a lot for us to get interested in. Well, I think you should join the dead. Join the dead. Join the dead. Hey, Justin, you like to sing, right? Give us a little something. Hey, hey, hey. You need to take that over to Lofty Cat Studios. You can record our kind of music there. They got drum kits, acoustic pianos, Fender and Martin guitars. They can help you get your music on all streaming platforms and get you some CDs made. All right, here's a hot topic to talk about. Um, internet culture. You know, we got these people that like, Everybody's trapped into group think like the whole Chick Fil A Popeyes controversy. It's oh like now gosh. everybody has to go and get this Popeyes sandwich just because everybody on the internet says like, "Oh, it's the greatest thing ever," and no one wants to miss out, and everybody wants to be a part of things. That's I true. don't know. And then you try to get the sandwich and it ain't there anymore. But why are you trying to get the sandwich now? I don't know. It's it's uh, trust me. I like Culver's. Spicy chicken sandwich. Mm. It was good. I went and I couldn't get a Popeye's chicken sandwich the other day because for some reason it's sold out. We just said it. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't get why the internet dictates everyone's viewpoint on things. Is it because now we're finally reading opinions of other people so now we can take in how others feel because now we have, as many people say, the, what's it called, the, you know, Oh, it's, it's not all knowing at your fingertip. It's the world at our fingertips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I don't... We're, we're, we have easy access to so much more information, and it's so much easier to put your opinion on things, and it's so much easier for this company to be like, hey, we got this little chicken sandwich, but we're going to make it this huge deal. Everyone needs to try it, and then you get one person that's like takes one bite, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing in the world. And then let's say he has a bunch of followers. They all chime in. All of a sudden, it's this huge thing. Now it's sold out and it's all went to, yeah, it moves really fast. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just kind of ridiculous to me because, like, you got people speaking in memes. You got people recording, what was the the Kiki dance? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Like, it, yeah. everybody just falls into the same thing that's going on on the Internet. Yeah, it's like carbon cutouts of the same exact person because now... Now they, I feel like a lot of people just lose a certain instance of their own opinion and they just start adopting, like, or like meme culture. After a while, it gets annoying. I love memes, they're funny. But when all you talk about in reference memes when I'm talking to you 
it gets annoying. It gets old. I mean, you're, it, and then some people tell me, that's you're just because you're not at that level. And I'm like, no, I don't no, want to be at that level. You're not you anymore. Yeah. You're just, you're you're literally you yourself are a meme or a meme or a meme. Like, if, if you're going to repeat nothing but memes, all you're doing is taking what someone already said and saying it a million times to everyone else around you. Yeah. Why not come up with something of your own to say? It's old. It's almost like hipsters. You know how there was like, you know, now there's deemed hipsters because they're... Uh, what they're into that sort of classic culture, and so, yeah. and now you have memesters, <laughs> where that's that's all they are is they just their life's meme, their jokes are memes, and it's funny, but sometimes yeah, it'll fly over my head because it's memes are like I feel like the slightest things that are outrageous, but yet it's so funny, I I don't know. I mean, we touched on kind of the topic in the 1.5 episode of how we kind of felt internet is everywhere now. Yeah. And it's so easy to find things that, like, validate your opinion just because someone else had the same opinion. So exactly. you know what I mean? It's like now you you don't need a doctor because you Google it. Because yeah. now I have, I have stage 3 cancer because I don't know, you know, I had to Google it and now that's what it's telling me. And everyone thinks they're a know-it-all because they have the world at their fingertips. But there's a lot of things I feel people will miss out on the Internet when because they're not necessarily focused on learning it rather than a, just a quick quick lesson. You know, the, the doctor thing was a good point. Um, I've spent a good amount of time in hospitals talking to doctors and about different things. And... I've noticed that when you go to hospitals around here, it's a lot of younger people, and they might be walking around with a laptop or an iPad. They come in the room, they're scrolling through everything. It's like they're reading off a script to you. Everything's on the Internet. Everything's on their website or something. And then I've been to other hospitals where there was more like a specialty kind of place where they only focused on one thing. And for what I noticed, it was like older doctors, older employees. And their laptop's in the room, but it's shut. And they're talking to my face, and they're, like, they actually know what's going on. And they actually say, oh, I've experienced this. We can try this. Or this might help because you might be having problems with this. You know, not to get into details, but the point is, they're not so much on the Internet. It's coming from them. It's coming from their knowledge that they have. Yeah. They're not just like, oh, this guy posted about this and there was a, hu- a huge study and then all of a sudden these group of 100 people are commenting on this study. Well, there's 100 and whatever people there, so that must be the right answer, right? No, it's not. Yeah, I, I guess it kind of falls into, is the internet toxic? Is it is it? a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's very toxic. Did it make our world worse now that we have the ability to step in everyone's opinion and understand their mind almost? Because now, like, if I have a thought, I mean, we're kind of, you know, to touch on it again, if I had a thought and I post it, and now every I get to know everyone's opinion, rather than before, it was like, well, it was my opinion, you had to come up to me and ask me. Yeah. Or I didn't feel so apt to, let's say, give a more negative opinion, but now I'm not seeing you in the face, so I'm going to say this or that about you. So, so yeah, there's good and bad. Um, good, 
is let's like you said you have an idea you can post it online and people can give you feedback on yeah, it you connect with other people all over the place yeah, like this you podcast, just have to know yeah. how to filter out the bad you know there's always going to be people that are just going to say something bad just because that's oh this guy posted this let's ruin his day on it you know there's going to be that guy that just wants to say something negative because he's a jerk well i mean and that's then, that's one negative uh consequence from the internet right. but another one is like actually going out and trying to like socialize mm-hmm. that's not happening anymore oh like, no i mean i'm guilty of it too i'll if i'm at a bar alone or something or i'm with a friend that trailed off and is trying to talk to some chicks or something <clears throat> i'm sitting there on my phone cuz you know i have nothing else to do well and it's so easy to pull up your phone. You got how many apps you can go on social media and you can see what your other friends are doing or you can just play some stupid little game. You can watch a YouTube video. It's all on the palm of your hand now. And it's really awesome. It's a really awesome tool to have. But sometimes we need to figure out, one, either how to think of something to do ourselves or if we just want to simplify it, can we pick up this phone less? Yeah, I mean, it gives you, it. it's not like a form of entertainment, because it's entertainment at your fingertips. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Like, out here in the cornfields of Indiana, we don't really have much to do. Hmm. I mean, there's bowling, there's movies, uh, hanging out with friends. If you're into bars, you go to bars. But there's not quite much to do here. So I could see why people get on their phones and sit there and... They just watch YouTube or listen to podcasts. Shout out the amateur. <laughs> <laughs> and they listen to podcasts and just to, you know, to fill some time to get some, uh, maybe they do want to hear opinions and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I like the idea that, like, I, I know the other episode we were talking about smartphones. And in the Google Pixels, I don't know if you guys, they have, like, an app that's called uh, Digital Wellbeing. And mm-hmm. you can limit the amount of time you spend on certain apps. Yeah, I like that. But and how many people are really going to How many people that? are really going to use it because they're on the phone, right? Yeah. I personally, I don't use it, but I start seeing that, I feel like the that hours would be something I spend. that your parent would have to set up. Like, let's say you got your kid their first phone. But how do we self-regulate? I mean, my, my parents aren't going to tell me to get off my phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And how do us as a generation self-regulate ourselves... To decide, you know what, I don't want to be on technology as much anymore. Well, let's let's rewind a little bit. What here. would it take for you to get off your phone? I need activities, man. I mean, that's probably the biggest when issue I'm, here. Right. When I'm <clears throat> bored, it's easy for me to pick up my phone and spend an hour or two. And then when I'm done doing it, I look at the clock and I'm like, I could have done something better with that time. So, um, if we rewind a little bit, go back to like our high school days. We just got smartphones, and we were on them all the time. But I can tell you, one of the biggest things we did on our smartphone, I would pull up Pandora, and I would put it in my pocket and turn the volume back up. And then we would be riding bikes, walking down the um, path or something. We would still be socializing and still be active, and now you just don't see that anymore. So now you see if there's a group of kids even if they have bikes or they're riding around, it's like they're riding around with their phone on their handlebars oh, yeah. scrolling through while they're going. Like, yeah. And, you know, it's 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 getting to be way more, and, and I don't know, their social skills of younger people now, too, are getting worse and worse. 
That's what I was trying to say earlier with the whole uh, negative consequence I brought up. Right. Yeah, it's it's horrible. I mean, it, it this is I feel like it is having a large negative consequence for for our generation and I honestly I don't know how to solve it. Do we just uh, maybe up the age and you know when someone can get a phone, but then that's taking away obviously a certain right for Well, see, it, it's a it's a hard one to go to there because nowadays like my little cousins um my uncle's been talking about getting them a phone. And the area that we're in is booming. There's houses going up everywhere. The schools are getting bigger. People are getting more and more friends. So I told my uncle, get her a track phone, something that you just buy the minute card for. Yeah. It'll last her a month. You can still get the smartphone with the screen and the apps, but then that's just she can walk home from school. Hey, Dad, I'm stopping at my friend's house, you know? And then put the phone away. Or, but I know my little cousin, see, my, my little brother, he has a phone. He rides around all the time with it. And he's never, like, on the phone, though. He, if, if he's talking to someone or if he's watching a YouTube video, that's about it. Otherwise, he usually forgets it at home. But my little cousin, if we were to get her a phone, she will have her face glued in it. And that is all she'll do. And that's where it's going to be not healthy anymore yeah it's it's uh it's a weird day and age nowadays with with technology i just it makes things easier but at the same time it made things i feel like a whole lot worse to an extent i mean we even have our you know not to get uh, into certain controversy controversial topic but we have our president tweeting right yeah and sending out every single thought that he has and two, do you feel like it's a sense of, uh, let's say... Um, not, it's a popularity contest, almost. Yeah, like a popularity, but at the same token, it's a validation. Yeah. Do you it's think like, it's a sense of validation? Oh, look at all the re- getting it. retweets and likes right. I got. Yeah, I, I need to get this like on my Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I get three likes and I'm happy. I don't need... And why do we get that sort of euphoria from getting likes and people liking our stuff? Do we really need validation from other people to say, you know what, I'm a good guy? I mean, when they're just liking a picture and they have no clue what I've gone through well, or anything. That's what kids nowadays are being taught. Is That is how you are popular by the you, not the to say you, you guys should like ignore the podcast and not give us a like, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we it, need it's, it. <laughs> it's very true. I mean, you'll have a group of kids and they'll be walking down the high, the high school halls and they'll take a selfie and then let's say three or four periods go by and they pull out their phone and they're like how come no one liked my picture yeah you know and the, and some people get upset or sometimes someone puts a comment on there that they weren't they weren't really expecting so it's if you're in your phone more than you are talking to someone's face i've noticed that when you get into a face-to-face conversation it's that hard. person is like hard to talk to. Yes, yeah, like. But what then, do you if say? you text them, they'll have a full conversation texting you. That, that's a little backward. That the other. It, it it really is interesting because if you think of what um, the internet created, it's this whole like microwave society. So like everything needs to be instant. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have enough time to think about like, all right, uh, maybe I'll say this, but text it out, send it. But when you're face to face, it's. 
really instant. Like, you have to think of something on the spot. Well, right. But, like, yeah. okay, the three of us, we can always have a conversation and always say something back to each other. The amateur hour. Yeah. That's right. Why and every once in a while, I'll talk to my little cousin, and sometimes she gets confused. Like, she needs to really think about what she has to say to me. And then my other cousin, where he doesn't have a phone. Well, he has a phone now because he just got it. But he is like as quick as you can bounce a bouncy ball off the wall and catch it. I'll say something and he'll have an instant reply. Like his social skills are really good. He can talk to anyone. He can stand up and be just fine. Whereas my other cousin, she wants to stay quiet or stay in a corner. But if I were to message her, she'll be she'll have no problem talking to me. You know what? They might need to add that to like school curriculum. Yeah, curriculum. Curriculum. Yeah, I got you. It's okay. <laughs> Tongue twister. <laughs> See, it's all that texting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know, well, I'm a schools... quiet person in general, so. Well. Yeah. To other people, I guess. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I, I open um, up eventually. Yeah. I, I just it's hard for me to make. Yeah, I remember talk. the first time I, I met you. I could have a genuine conversation with someone if it means something, but when it comes to small talk, I I just suck. At small I'm talk. not a very good small talker. My either. jobs are smart small talk, so <laughs> I get used to it after a while. How's the weather? You know, and all that jazz. I mean, I believe too. We have that sense of validation because we're social beings. We're we're built to socialize. We're, you know, I can't. I mean, even way back when, you had cities and civilizations together, and that just is how we're built. That's yeah. who we are. You had yeah. um, communities. Yeah. I, you, you know, that's something I think about now. Is is there really any more community going on? But what's sad is that, yeah, we're getting that validation, but I've noticed everything feels a lot lonelier when right. you are on social media you know, because the- you're not having that, you know, Contact, you know. Right. The The internet is awesome. Like, okay, let's say opened up a new store. We have our social media place. We post it up. Now the people in the local area, they see it on the ad or they see it on their phone. They get a text message or something on social media. Like, oh, cool. Let's go visit that place. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, like you were saying in school, how some kids, they won't pay attention as much. But I think... You know, now you go to school and your kid might have a laptop or something instead of a book. And they might be doing, like, an online class or something like that. Um, so, but like you said, maybe they need some more interaction at school. Yeah. I, I believe sometimes we should shut the laptops, put down the tablets, and you got to actually do a group thing in class where everyone's got to stand up and they might have to go up to the front of the room and no, talk in front of everyone. Yeah, nothing, well... Nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Like, like I'm you not saying in, stand up and do a speech. Yeah. But, you but, remember in class where, like, we would get stuck with random partners and... Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Just, like, terrible group projects, but more like... Uh, or well, Actually, the worst ones were, like, going up in front of everybody, like, introduce mm-hmm. yourself, blah, blah, blah. But, like, uh... A class that just teaches, like, social skills. Right. Yeah, and talking and having yeah. a conversation. I, I, I guess maybe not a class, but maybe a club. Yeah. No, like I say ad- class. Class? Class. Okay. It needs to be in there. <laughs> it needs to be taught nowadays. Yeah, it I mean, does need to be at. taught. I, that was kind of like lunch, though. But then you get pushed to quiet down. Like, I was a talkative person. I was always getting detentions for talking. Yeah, but... St- but nowadays, it's like, you really can't shun it too much. Yeah, but then still you might have... Um, lunch period that your friends aren't in or that's true you could you could still easily sit by yourself somewhere and you know i i remember being at lunch a little bit 
once in a while, and everyone at the launch table would be in their phone. Like, this was closer to senior year when this would yeah. happen every once in a while. I'm like, guys, it's socialized. Talk to each other. You know, why? Like, okay, cool. There's just something that happened last period, and now everyone's reading about it. When we used to be like, oh, dude, did you hear what happened last period? Oh, my God. And we'll all laugh about it and everything. Yeah. It, it, that doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. I was like Junior says, we created this microwave of not being able to speak. Everyone's just stuck into themselves and into their thoughts. And I feel like since I'm not having that, let's say, face-to-face validation of having a conversation and someone looking at me and, like, giving a facial expression or laughing, now it's just a bunch of LOLs. You're not getting actual human contact. So how are you going to – how am I going to know you're laughing and laugh with you because of your laughing? It's an LOL with, like, no actual laughing behind it. Yeah. You know how many times I LOL and I have a dead face? Yeah. Like, Like I'm dead serious. LOL. Or I I, I texted someone and then it's just LMAO. And meanwhile, I'm like, you're not laughing your butt off. You're just standing there. Right. If I've ever texted you ha-ha or something at the end of a message, I'm literally laughing out loud as I'm typing it. Yeah, sometimes you know. I chuckle, sometimes I don't. Well, sometimes for me, the, the the giveaway is the emoji with like the the laughing and the tears. That's when I'm actually laughing in real life. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's how you know you got a good one. You're like, that's right, that's a laugh. Right when there. like three of them come in and he had and he had to hit send like four times. Yeah, then Junior's on the floor rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember the culture of when we just spoke in emojis? I was never a part of that, but no. like it, it was, was like, so bad. It was like it was. I don't know if it was a girl thing. I don't want to, you know. iPhone did it first. iPhone did it a whole emoji. Yeah, keyboard. it was like when and all of a sudden everyone was like using them at the end of every sentence. Or you know, they actually remember when the iPhone had the feature where the emoji keyboard came up, and then all of a sudden it would light up a word in yellow, and yeah. you could select that word and automatically put an emoji in. Yeah, it got so bad. It was but horrible. at the same time, it was a little bit fun, but people way overdid it. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of things of, and, and that's another thing is like, I feel like if we're on so much social media and on our phones all the time, now everyone's also gaining more weight. It's a true story. Like, you know, now everyone's, you're you're getting unhealthy is my point, is now you're sitting there well, because you're not as inclined to go out and run or Well, no, there's this, this big whole thing of recording yourself working out. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Can we get into that for a second? Is it positive? Is it awesome? Yes. But it just becomes a fad and it's about who lifts more weight. Now it's just jock territory. Yeah. Now I'm back in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. That that was that was cringy, but at the same token, though, not everyone's. Let, let me be honest. I'm not going to go out there and work out. I I'll pack on a few pounds because I don't want to, you know, go out and take a walk or go for a jog because. You know, lately I've been wanting to get into mountain biking. Oh, me too. Yeah. 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 When I went to um, Tennessee, I think it was maybe like freshman year in college or something. We did a zip line, and then you were able to mountain bike in oh. the Smoky Mountains. It was like the only trail that the Smoky Mountain has. So they told us. I don't, I don't know if that's still true or not. I mean, but that was so fun. What sucked was it's like, you know, it's March. It's still really cold. Mm-hmm. And so the mud or the dirt had, like, crystallized, and mm-hmm. then it got a little hot, and it melted. Yeah. And so it was all mud. Everything was Ooh. slippery and sloppy. Uh, I think right after we did it, they, like, closed it down for the day. But we had the chance to do it, and oh my goodness, that was the funnest thing ever. That sounds fun. It was really fun. 
Uh, but there, there's no trails out here. I think um, the dunes have maybe like one or two, but they're nothing like... Like mountainous trails? Mainly, I want to get into mountain biking because I need something active to do. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not very active anymore. Like, I'll be completely honest. That's true. Um, I've gained weight since the end of high school because... Same. You know, I'm just not as active. Yeah. And I want to... I, see, I want a good mountain bike that I can at least ride down the bike paths around here that we have just so I can be moving and active. But I really want to get one of the full suspension mountain bikes. It's some trails. One. Right. I want. I really want to do some downhill trails and probably break some shit. But it's going to be worth it and it's going to yeah. be fun. You know, I've... Oh, man. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Northwest Indiana, Indiana or what, but, like, I've been really feeling really cooped up. Like, there's really nothing for us to do out here. Yeah, no. There isn't. Like, they're, I... They're taking out all the fields and they're taking out any area that we used to play or mess around in. And more they're putting and cameras houses. everywhere. Oh, <laughs> cameras everywhere and yeah. houses. There's so much... In high school, we used to drive... we pile in my pickup truck and we we would drive to somewhere that would be a five ten minute trip if i want to make that drive today it's like half an hour just because of the amount of people that got jammed in this area yeah yeah you're not you're not really getting out there there's not like so i i want to do like the big the biking thing because you can go from like crown point and you could go oh yeah really really far and Let's say maybe we make it a few times over. I think, isn't there a path, the path that goes kind of almost to uh, Michigan City? Um, Can't you get out I, that far with one of them? I, th- I think in Portage. I think Portage? in Portage it might go to Michigan City. But um, that would be Crown really... Point goes all the way to Hammond. Yeah. yeah, and that would be a really fun day. You go ride your bike down the Lakeshore Drive and you go on the trails that they have there. Or even if you're just riding around town a little bit. I mean, first of all, you're being active. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a social thing between the group of friends. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's hard for me to, like, because I want to do things, but I also need to find people that also share that same interest. Right. Because, I don't know, it's just weird kind of doing it alone. The first few times, you kind of want yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And just, like, everybody hype each other up to go do it. I yeah. have a friend, and she was like, oh, I want I like riding bike, but I don't like riding alone. And I'm like, yeah, I'll totally ride bike with you. Like, that's one of those things where I don't, I wouldn't want to do it alone after a while, too. Because it gets, yeah, I mean, you get that sense of, like, soulless, like, you know, where you're, you're nice and you're alone and you have that time to just think. But I don't want to be alone doing it because it just gets boring after a while. Yeah. Every every once in a while, it is nice to be alone because yeah. you can clear your head. You can reset, not worry about anyone. Like, reset. That's a good. That's I a good way to say it. It is, but it isn't at the same time. I'm one of those individuals. On yeah, it depends on your mood. I'm one of the individuals. You get me alone, and now I'm overthinking everything. Mm-hmm. I'm in my head. I'm like this person looked at me weird, or. Um, I stub my toe in a weird well, you way. Know what? That's and... that's an opportunity to you know self reflect, and if you need to fix something, you'll you'll notice it. It'll be like, okay, you know what? That was a little weird that I did there. All right, let me. Yeah, you'll of... see to yourself like, oh, that really was a bad thought. Let me rethink this. Possibly, I feel like I've fallen victim to what's going on now. Is where we need the instance to always be entertained and yeah. always be around something or someone. I don't know if I have like ADD or something. But I can't sit still. If I'm in a room quiet by myself, my head spins. And it can go good or bad. But when I'm with my friends, I'm doing something active, doing going on a bike ride, wasting energy. 
it really makes the whole day like easier for oh, me. Definitely. Yeah. Because think about it. You're sitting here alone. You have all this energy built up, but you can't use it. It's all going to go to your thought process and you're going to, like, like you said, you way overdo things. Yeah. Well, if you can have a positive conversation with your buddies, maybe you're walking or riding on a bike path or something, burning off energy, burning off calories. First of all, you're doing something healthy for yourself, but mentally it's good for you too. Yeah. One of, one of my hobbies that I get around, especially, you know, out here is I started airsofting, which you guys know about. Yeah. And that is, it's so fun because I'm running around, I'm, you know, dipping, dodging, and diving, and it's a blast. But I feel like everyone needs that one hobby that's physical. Definitely. Doing something, going outside, getting fresh air. Because I believe there's going to be a time where we're not going to have not as fresh of air. (laughs) You know, it, it might be after our time, but it's coming. Yeah, yeah it's coming. And it, I mean, that's one of those things I guess we can get into is later. But, you know. Um, Fallout 4 comes to life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, we're kind of killing our environment. We could probably save that for another time. We'll talk to you guys about that one. But going back to the social media and in our, you know, technology nowadays is, yeah, we're. It's too much. It's too much. And we're really, instead Every, of... Everything we post on social media, we need to spend more time with that activity yeah. than the amount of time that we spend on the internet talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Instead of connecting, we are driving ourselves further and further apart because now we have that sense of, you know, we're singling ourselves out and only hearing our opinion nowadays, too. You know, for me, social media, I, I don't post much, but when I do, it's something that I, I'm generally, like, adding to my, you know, like, my portfolio of things that I've enjoyed. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. You like to show... I, I, I personally like to show off things I do, or the sometimes I'll post a I, selfie just for fun. I don't even have a Twitter, or I, I don't even know the different social medias, to be honest with you guys. Like, what are, I don't care about them. Um, the only reason I have a Facebook is because one of my friends made my Facebook pri- profile in high school, like freshman year. And I had, I maybe made like four or five posts. And we're talking like, what, 2011, 2012? Yeah. When that profile was made? Junior I, made my prof- my Facebook profile. Oh, really? I yeah, don't you don't remember? Care I don't remember one that. bit about social media. Like... <laughs> When I talk to my friends, hey, what are you doing? I, I'm then like, oh, dude, I saw on social media you were at the mall earlier today. Like, uh, that's weird to me. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's like, like, I, I don't I, need to know every I would, second of your life. Yeah, right. that, that was a trend that I don't really see as much. Now it's the outrage culture. Yeah. yeah. Where, oh, no, I seen a pregnant lady and or something and the feeding, you know, or let's say I seen this lady... Get, you know, feeding her child in public. It's, that was like a big thing that people kept posting on social yeah. media. And that was gross. Like, and I'm like, I don't need to hear it. You know, it, I know you got a complaint, but please keep that one yeah. to yourself. Hey, I mean, the, and, and the baby nothing, just got to eat. Yeah. It's human it's, nature. It's an entirely natural thing. Like, okay, yes, I can say if you are walking through the park with your buddies and this girl is on the bench and she actually has like the whole thing out like she might as well stand there naked you could cover her up with a little throw blanket or something but at the same time she's feeding her kid let her be yeah, yeah. 
What's it to you? That's how I feel. What's it to you? Know, you? If like, it's, you if it's really that bad, you could lean over like, hey, you're showing a lot. And just like let her know. Yeah. Don't snap the picture, post it on social media. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. Uh, one, no, it's no creepy. And two, we don't want to hear that sort of negative opinion. Because it's not something that's not natural. It's not something we've grown up if with. If anything, I want to hear, like, your buddy was like, dude, did you see that? As she was looking at this girl, and then he hit a rock on his bike and smashed his face. I'd rather see that on social media because I'll laugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> and that's funny. I could get into that. Why, why do we laugh when people get hurt? <laughs> I don't know. Like, for instance, when, you know, in that 1.5 episode, I talked about when Tyler smacked into a sign, and I laughed first. I I laugh at myself when I get hurt, so I don't, I think that's just my personality, but when someone else gets hurt, um, it's an instant knee slapper. It's hilarious. I I laugh first. Are you okay later? <laughs> what? Okay, I got it. I mean, like ten minutes later, you know. <laughs> well, it's just because most of the time when it happens, it's something ridiculous. Like you said, he completely like hit a stop sign. Full yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's funny. Was... Like, how often do you see that? Yeah. Like oh, I a, literally a ate dirt. Thing. <laughs> well, um, yeah. One time I was with Justin. We used to have like a little BMX track in our neighborhood. Oh yeah. And it had a huge drop in hill, and then this is mind you, this is Justin's first time like being on. Off a road. Yeah, and I was just standing, mind you, because you were riding the bike. Well, it's when you it's when you dropped in. He hmm? oh yeah. He flies down the hill. Is this a different story than the the one in the one point five? Yeah, it's okay, a different okay. story. Um, he flies down the hill and he comes up, and I told him, "Hey, don't go too fast because you will launch in the air." <laughs> so he he's holding the brakes. He skid his back tire down, and then he didn't quite make it up. The launch for the ramp, and he so he made it up to the top, and he tried putting his foot up to catch himself to pull him up. Well, the dirt just gave out. He fell right off the side of his bike, and there was like a little stump. That stump, I mean, it, he was lucky it was a flat cut off stump because he would have shoved something right up his asshole. He just smacked <laughs> oh, into God. that stump, and it hit him right in the tailbone, and he rolled all the way back down to the bottom of the hill, and I didn't ask him if he was okay. I fell off my back, I mean, off my bike and onto my back, and I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, it's like, it's, but it's, when it's... I looked up, he's like on the, he's he's on the ground in pain. Like, he's got his hand on his hip, and he's like, uh, but he's laughing. He's just laughing. And that's just, no matter what, all of our friends, I've, I've never had, quote, a normal friend. You know, when all it's... All of my friends are weird. No, it's like, um, like I was saying, when it's something ridiculous you don't see every day, but if it's something serious, like um, just like a really bad accident that mm-hmm. doesn't involve a stop sign, it's like, whoa, are you, are you okay, man? Yeah, like, and I've, we, I've had a couple of those with my friends, and I've had to stop and be like, yo, do we need to call someone? Yeah, like when you ran into Arlen, that no one was laughing. Oh, was man, like, oh I, was, I was terrified. I thought I like legitly... Yeah, I thought we were going to have to either throw him in the back of my pickup and go to the hospital or call 911. Like, we were genuinely, like, scared. But after we noticed he was okay, everyone called me a dumbass. We laughed about it, and we went for another few laps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, it's just, I thought that was kind of a strange idea that we, we laugh first and think later. But then I guess that kind of gets to you got to find the humor in a lot of dark stuff that yeah. happens. Because if we're constantly we're worried, I mean, I don't think I'd ever go out. You yeah, know? if something's always bugging me, it's like I'm going to be stuck in my head all the time and just 
Never laugh. Exactly. Like, if I couldn't laugh at something so horrendous, I guess, to an extent, right? Now, not when it obviously first happens, but you laugh at something ridiculous, like that was horrible, but you have a moment where you laugh at it. I think that's an outlook that we kind of have to have, not because we don't have, let's say, empathy for what is happening, but because if we can laugh at the worst times, we can laugh in the best times. Is my point. And we yeah. do laugh in the best times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we laugh in our worst, you know? That's that's how you kind of go about life, and I think... If you, if you want to get real personal, we can talk about what you've gone through. Um, what, Justin lost his house the one time. Like, they literally went homeless. And I'm over here helping him move the stuff out of his house into storage units because that's was their only option. They had to think of something quick. We're we're cracking jokes about it. I mean, and we're laughing the whole time. Like, oh, it was a terrible situation. Yeah, because you got to learn to laugh. But at the at same the... time, we had the humor. We pushed through it. He's in a new place now. We helped him move into the new place. And you know, if if you couldn't laugh about that and you couldn't try to make the best of it, where would you guys be right now? Right? you got to make the best of every situation because if not, if you can't laugh, you're not going to go anywhere. I don't know. You have to know when you should. It's one of those things where we talked about, you know, if you're not willing to fail, you're not going to get anywhere. Because if if failure hits you and all you're going to do is you're going to sit there and talk about how much you failed or take it in a negative context and that all you see is the bad that came out of it, you'll ne- you're will you never going to move forward. Nothing's going to change. Yeah, nothing's going to change. But if you take that failure and you learn from that mistake and you pick yourself up and you turn it into something better, then you try again, then you fail again, but then you learn from your mistake again and it, it's a repeated cycle. You have to be willing to fail. One thing I learned in, in college, actually from one of my professors they had told they had told us well if you're in business and you're not willing to fail then you're not ready for business this isn't the career path for you and i kind of take that towards life and i say well if i'm not ready to i, I take it in, into life like if i'm not ready to fail then i'm not ready for life because life is a whole lot of failure i would say failure happens at least you know, six out of ten times, you got to be ready for that. So and that, to me, I I don't see it as failing. Yeah, well, you when, fall. when when something goes wrong, and I tell myself I failed. I'm like, I'm taking what I did wrong, and I'm accepting it. And then when I say I failed, it's like, well, now it seems like it's done. I can't try again. But if I take what messed up and be like, take the failure, and now it's like. I converted over to a learning experience. Yeah. Now I know that, all right, so that didn't work. Let's try a different way. Yeah. You know, I didn't fail. I just did something that didn't work. If I give up and I walk away and I never try again, then I failed. Because I didn't do anything with it. It's like one of those things where, you know, growing pains. It's called growing pains for a reason. Because you're growing up. You're learning, and in in those learning experiences, it's going to feel like the worst time ever. I mean, I remember being, you know, jumping back to, like, let's say high school or something, 
and going through a certain situation and you're just you're you're like this is the worst my life can get everything's falling apart man it's the worst but then when you grow older you're like well i learned a very valuable lesson and now i know what to do what not to do or how to go about certain situations and i don't know i i feel like we do need to continue to have that outlook towards uh a life that's how you're going to get by in life that's how you're going to understand and grow as a human being and be willing to i feel like even combat certain depression yeah and and all this kind of ties in with the social media thing because the big idea is the outcome that we bring with the social media instead of yeah uh, let's say I post a picture and someone calls me fat. I can moan over that and be really depressed over that. Or I can be like, all right, well, that's your opinion. I don't really care. Or I can be like, well, what can I do to be, I don't know, not fat? And then you can yeah. be a little active, work it's e- out. Yeah, it's well, either accept who you or, are or improve it. Or if someone says, oh, your opinion sucks. Okay, well... I mean, I can change my opinion a little bit, but it's still my opinion. So yeah. that's just you're, how you, you think. This right is how I think. That, and, what, and what that is, is you can disagree with someone else, and it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, agree to disagree. Person. If you're not willing to agree to disagree, I feel like that's an individual not willing to learn. You, let's, let's say this. If you can't handle it, then you need to take a break from social media. Exactly. And um, another thing to bring up, too, is with all these people that you follow, are you see is their success. You're never going to see their failures. Yeah. And I feel like that's a tough thing for people to see, too. It's like, yeah. wow, this, this person never, never struggles, and I'm in this situation. Oh, and, yeah, and, and I guarantee you, look. everyone that's on, on top of their game, and let's say they're sitting up real high, they're in a real good spot in life, they work to get there. Yeah. They, and, they failed on their way to get there. You know, exactly. it, it didn't go 100% smooth for them, and they just had all the best luck in the world. Every successful person that I've ever spoke to or at least ever really followed up on and did research on, the amount of failure they had in their careers or in their life has been quite like very substantial to their overall path. But yeah, I agree with Junior. It's I I mean, I, everyone could get into that mode where you're saying, Wow, they're so lucky Here's they have this, they have that but they never actually seen What's behind the social media, and that, yeah. uh, that's that person's life. Here's a really good example, and I'm not going to talk about presidents and politics and, and any of that stuff, but I will say our president right now, yeah, he filed for bankruptcy how many times? Yeah. He failed and lost huge amounts to the point where he had to restart, and right now he's the president. Yeah. You're going to get somewhere, you know, so, eventually. He might talk about all the great stuff that he does all the time, even though everyone may not think they're great. But, uh, he, you know, he failed a lot. That's he true. messed up a lot, but look where he's at. And it, that's because he kept trying. And meme culture. And meme culture. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things, though, true. where you yourself as a human being have to determine what makes you What's your success? I could be a successful person and let's say I'm just working at a, a basic level job like a McDonald's. And if that's my success, that's there's nothing wrong with it. I feel like everyone's putting 
their value of success or their value of happiness. If you don't want to put something into something, you won't get anything out of it. Yeah, that's true. So if you're going to be super-duper negative and always put negative input to everything, you're going to have negative output and you're going to have a negative outcome to yourself. If you have a goal and you work towards it really, really hard and you stay positive and you keep on taking the next step, you're going to make it. You're going you're gonna to keep trying. Yeah, that's one of those things where if you keep comparing yourself to others, you're not going to know who you are. You lose sight of who you are because you're seeing, okay, this person does this and this person. And honestly, we're made to be our own person. We're called individuals for a reason, and that's because we're ourselves. I'm not Junior or I'm not Tyler. I'm me. I'm uniquely myself. It's not like we have a serial number on the bottom of our feet, or of our foot, telling us that I'm. This is my path, and I'm stuck this way because, you know, I'm not like them or I'm not like them. No, I'm me. We are us. Does if anyone, I was, yeah. Does anyone have a sharpie? Because I'm about to give you a number and tell you how your life's going to be. <laughs> right? Because we're going to succeed in this podcast, and we're going to move on to bigger and greater things. Exactly. I'm just going to put a number like 175249A on Justin's foot, <laughs> and I'm going to give him his whole career exactly. if we were If we were afraid to <laughs> fail, I guess, at this podcast, and we're afraid to compare ourselves to other podcasts, we're never going to get anywhere. We release this crap That's on the internet, mindset. guys. Yeah. If I'm afraid of what you guys are going to say, this isn't going to get posted. Yeah, I mean, but we like it. guess what? You're going to hear me say that comment because exactly. it's getting posted. We like opinion, <laughs> but if it's going to always be a negative opinion without constructive criticism, what makes you think we're going to listen, you know? There's going to be positive feedback. There's going to be negative feedback. There's going to be feedback that might be completely worthless. Yeah. But you have to know how to filter that, and you have to yeah. know how to use it to move forward. You might have a comment that just says, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always love those because I once did that, right? And I was like, oh, first. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I put first. My connection never <laughs> updated. I was like fourth or 500. <laughs> I, I it have, just never updated. <laughs> I've done that before to one of my YouTubers. And I actually did get the first. And then this guy usually gets really good comments. And yeah. there's usually a lot of good stuff to read in there. But all of a sudden it was first, second, third, fourth, fifth, <laughs> sixth. And it went on to like a few hundred and he didn't get anything good in his comments. He was like, you started this. He called me out on it in his next video. And he was like, you suck. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, my bad, bro. But that was pretty funny. And it was like, yes, it was. You know, I, I, I hope we get to the point, though, where someone feels the need to say first yeah I right mean, that would yeah. feel that would feel pretty good yeah. i would feel good if i got one two three four five in my comment section 300 so if you're later. the first listener <laughs> if you, like, well, if you if feel the need <laughs> if you if you're that excited and like hopped on and you really are fresh and you're like wow i'm the first that's pretty cool it is yeah. that cool. means i am doing well yeah, I and mean, so were the rest of us. You know, talking about like opinions and how we feel. You know, well, we if it's not valid for if it's negative. I mean, regardless, I'm glad you're listening. Yeah, we're all happy you guys are taking the the initiative to even place in the background. If you're doing laundry or you're driving a car or you're whatever you're doing, I'm glad you're listening to us. And and if you, you're driving the car, hit play before you start driving. Yeah. <laughs> 
No phone technology. use while driving, <laughs> yeah. please don't. This is perfect. It's hour and a half. Go ahead and do your drive. Don't touch your phone. Just let this run. Yeah. You know? Just there let you us go. run. There you don't, go. don't worry about the only ads you got to listen to are from Oxford Gamers Den and Lofty Cat Studios. Maybe one day we can go live and you can talk with us. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's a hopeful goal we're having is, you know, to make this into a bigger and better thing. And we think every one of you listeners out there for, again, listening to us. Yeah. Thank you so much. And if um, if you want to hear our opinions on something or want to hear us discuss something, just drop the question on the comment or something. Don't be afraid to socialize with us. We will comment back. We, we are willing to talk to about anything and everything. So give us comments. We want the feedback. Yeah. I mean, I guess with that said, let's, ra- let's wrap it up. Wait, 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 wait. We have the scratch off. Oh, we have this, oh my see, this, gosh. This could be a fail. <sighs> okay, everyone. <laughs> so when we ordered this equipment, we got this scratch-off this scratch off ticket where we can win up to, it's a big number of money. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's, you ready? It's a hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. I love it. <laughs> Hundred dollars, <laughs> but you know any any money that we didn't have before is always and it says welcome. instantly. So right now, when it, if I scratch this off, it should instantly be in my hands. Right, $100. it's just gonna de- deposit it. <laughs> we'll take the scratch off and just like scan it in the ATM. Ding, hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll, I'll read the ticket. It says, wait, wait, "Are wait, you lucky? On. Where do you even take this to if you win?" I don't know. <laughs> It could be completely fake. <laughs> I'm going to read the full <laughs> ticket for you guys, okay? So it's a it's a red card. It it looks like a business card that, you know, I would buy at, like, the dollar store or something. But anyway, it says, are you a, luck, a lucky winner? I don't know. And then it says, win up to $100 instantly. It says, if you are the winner, please contact www.facebook.com forward slash x... Or no, E B X Y A for exchange. Okay, cool. At least we know where to go to. Yeah. So let's let's get this. Who, who's got something to scratch this with? I got some keys. Yeah, keys should work. Give me a key. Part part in the key and the scratching noise we may have. And the grunting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes a it takes a whole lot of uh, manpower to scratch this. So let let's. Okay, let me As you scratch too I'm hard, trying whatever's to like... under it just gets scratched off anyway. <laughs> oh! oh, is, that a, oh. is that a 20? We won $20. What? what? <laughs> $20, everyone. We're going to keep you guys up to date if we get this $20 or if it's a complete scam. <laughs> And that shouldn't be enough for you guys to come back, just to follow the story of the scratch-off. Yeah, follow us up. (laughs) Follow us up. And now, with that said, we will be wrapping up the rest of the podcast. Now, guys, again, please leave comments. Please leave suggestions, likes. Give us topics. Give us a like on our Instagram or Twitter. It's under the same handle, at the amateur hour underscore. Again, I'll repeat it one more time, at the amateur hour underscore. And as well as on our uh, SoundCloud, please give us a subscribe or a like. It's free. You have nothing to lose. And don't forget to check out all the comments and our descriptions for our other sponsors as well. 
Exactly. With that note, thank you for chiming into the Amateur Hour. Yes, and thank you to our sponsors. One last time, Oxford Gamers Den and Lofty Cat Studios.